Hey everybody, welcome back to Visual Novel Book Club. I'm your pal Slowbeef. With me, of course, my good friend Jim. Hey everybody. My good friend Oren Ronan. Good evening. My good friend Rosella. Hello. And uh geez, I think uh this rate, Polahoko and Turbo have gotta be out of their uh, sick leave by now. I mean that's <laughs> a lot, but, um Oh, I'm kidding. Um you know, but unfortunately it is uh just us. Um again. Or fortunately, maybe. Maybe we don't need them. But regardless, it's fine. Is fortunately a pun? Hmm. <laughs> mm. We're going to have to make them write a book report when they come back to, to prove that they really did <laughs> the elder reading. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Polahoku did want to uh, did want everyone to know that he thought the robber guys were funny. Yes. Well, they are. They are. They're real cute. <laughs> Can't believe we missed out on that contribution last <laughs> night. No, um, but no, um, look though. Listen, listen. <laughs> They're so late. We were started on a whole new game um, this season called the Great Ace Attorney Two Res- uh, Resolve. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Gotcha. Um, which I actually didn't know. I didn't know that was like a, the subtitle for it or whatever. Um, but yeah, um, this one. Is uh, a li- starts out a little bit different, you know, but um, insofar as it opens up on someone at a grave who wants to who wants to take it away. Yeah, and by the way, the first thing that I'm going to say is that they had they didn't have as much um, budget for this game, so there are no anime sequences. Hmm. Oh no! Which is why everything is rendered out. It's uh, no like like traditional anime sequences. But I think they did a very nice job with it. Yeah. Yeah. And we did get voice acting, which I I don't feel like we, we did, at least not for uh, Suzato, which is the, the character we open on. She's standing in front of a grave. Um, and we are... I mean, first, I, I thought that it was her dad, right? Yeah, exactly. I think it's what you're supposed to think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, it's it's just Kazuma, who who we know died. So I guess it's yeah. good that he got a nice, nice little tomb with some flowers. A very nice location. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's this nice, like, cliff by the ocean. There's a tree overlooking. It's overlooking the gravestone, which is all by itself. Like, must have been an important dude. Right. And so, you know, she's just talking to to Kazuma. You know, saying like, "I'm sorry, it took so long to to visit you. I'm gonna need your, your like your your emotional fortitude." It's been two months since she came back to Japan, so we have another time skip. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the entire trip plus, plus, plus two months. So it's like three months since the end of the last game. And so she says, yeah, there's there's been there's been a crime and uh, I'm going to need to deal with it um, in court as a lawyer, because it turns out what? I'm going to be defending the uh, the defendant. Mm-hmm. And we see a flash of a a, a corpse with a mysteriously conspicuous uh, swan hat that looks uh kind of familiar i i in my notes wrote it's that we get images of that lady from case one dead i was in a little bit of a rush um (laughs) because i will admit i did not remember her giselle brett's name in this Mm -hmm. we don't know that it's her for sure yet though you know it could be someone else who has a swan hat exactly right they could be all the rage now yeah well didn't they say that at one point and they like imply sort of like you know all the rage of you know um like uh, oh no the bicycles and the, the ladies dress is what i'm thinking of yeah. but r- regardless i think it's a good fashion <laughs> statement so you know it'll happen trust me 
Um, yeah. <laughs> Strangely enough, I, I also wrote in my notes, and this is totally unnecessary, by the way, as the second paragraph, we're playing as Suzato in Japan, question mark, exclamation point. <laughs> Which, wow, I'm sorry. So do, do you think the swan is also dead? Yeah. <laughs> it looked like it. Yeah. It did. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's a symbiote thing. It's like Venom, you know? Yeah. Like, you can't live without it. No, that, yeah. that has to be it. Right. I actually don't know enough about Venom to know if that's actually true, just outside of the word symbiote. But yeah, right? That's, that seems like it tracks. He needs Eddie. It's the only thing that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. Co- court court begins. You know how it goes? Like, the way you transition to court. Professor Mikitobis here. Yeah, he's, he's, he's here and he's alive and well. Oh, yeah, looking just fine. We don't get any mention of this alleged sickness till, like, the end of trial, which I... I was like, it's one of those things like I totally expected, but was also like, oh, come on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but Suzato's best friend, Ray Mimbami, is here. She's the defendant. And if you thought there was some kind of th- like underlying thing with Kazuma and Naruhodo, <laughs> let me tell you about <laughs> Suzato and Ray Mimbami. I would, I would dispute underlying. It's right up on the surface. <laughs> I, yeah. It's like... Suzato threw down the gauntlet like, you think those are gay undertones? What's that? You know, but... Undertones for cowards. Yeah, overtone, yeah. It's just... Yeah. So, like, um, we, we kind of imply, basically, because women aren't allowed in court in Japan, but we're going to be the lawyer, that um, Suzato had to dress dress like a, uh, dress like a man. Yeah, they, they, they kind of, like, don't tell you straight away because we're seeing this from Suzato's point of view, so we don't, we don't see her yet. Right, yeah. But then when Ray Mimbami, uh, well, has, has the hearts for her, it seems, uh, yeah. then they, they, they reveal that she's actually disguised as a man. Yeah, it's so, so gallant and dashing. Yeah, because she asked, yeah, she asked Professor Mikitoba, who's this hot lawyer you got to defend <laughs> me? And he's like, that's your best friend and my daughter, which is like, awkward on maybe three levels but uh he thinks it's hilarious and um you know and like Susano's like oh, Ray it's it's me you know but it bodes well considering we're all gonna get like arrested or disbarred if anyone finds out right like yeah this is super illegal because women are not allowed in the courtroom unless uh really just unless like they're delivering a message or something it's just you know women aren't allowed to be lawyers yada 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 or the accused of something. Oh, that's true. Or a witness. You're allowed to also run in and give a lawyer something really quick, I think, right? In, like, one trial, maybe that's allowed. Just the one time, but... Um, but what's funny, I'll, I'll say, too, like, everyone thinks, like, Suzato makes a really handsome lawyer, which, mm-hmm. um, you know. Uh, let's see here. Oh, anyway, Ray doesn't know this part, but apparently, and, like... Our, our father, who's kind of like the assistant person for this tutorial case, um, yeah. uh, you know, kind of says like that no one will no one will take her case because of who the victim was in this case. You know, we don't get to learn the details of that just yet. I also want to say one thing to that, too. So one thing that I feel like it was a lot harder to distinguish in this case for some reason. I don't know if the rest of you felt this way. Whenever your father is talking to you privately versus like publicly, meaning like a thing the judge and the prosecutor and the witnesses can hear, you know, mm-hmm. but that might have been just me. I, I just kind of assumed that it was all private unless he was facing like literally like not even looking at it, just facing outward. 
because yeah, he he calls you Suzato a whole lot throughout the case, and it's like, what? Keep it down, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially because as we'll see, there's a bunch of people there who knew who know who she is. Yeah, like presumably almost everyone there should know who she is. <laughs> maybe maybe we're just keeping it from uh from the prosecutor, and that's like because you know he would he would raise a fuss. He probably he would for sure. Ouchie is. Ouchie's back. Ouchie's back, and uh, his top knot's still cut, so he's got, like, kind of, like, a mane of long hair. I have a, he has a new hope, though. Oh, God. Yes, he does have a new hope. This is pretty hilarious, which is, like, he has, like, a new seed of hope, which is basically his top knot growing back as this, like, tiny little patch of hair that's kind of come back in the center. So he has, like, a George Costanza, but with, like, a hippie kind of, you know, that kind of, like, long hair. Mm-hmm. thing on it but also that little tiny top not growing out and when he mentions it like his new seed of hope like ray on the stand she's like i don't i don't really see anything there but um uh what do you call it so um we look <laughs> i'm gonna get laughed at i think we look kind of like jojo meaning that like or the second one right i only watched the first couple seasons or whatever i was on netflix at the time but um basically we look kind of like naruhodo except we're Suzato, but we're wearing like one of those caps those flat caps that's like dark and black like the rest of our outfit you know so um and i guess our hair is like tucked into that mm-hmm. um I really like all of her animations kind of mirror Naruhodo's from the first case. Like, mm-hmm. she's doing that, like, stand at attention, eyes darting around thing. Like, she does the slow razor hand. She later does, like, the double face slap thing, yep. you know? And it's, I, I really like that a lot. I thought that was really nice. Um, not really nice, but, like, really, like, kind of, it was funny. It was charming, you know? The, the one thing is that she doesn't, uh, she doesn't ever do the, like, the tentative, like, table slap. Uh, right, she, yeah. Every time she does the table slap, she means it. Yeah, she manages that like perfectly well. But but everything else, she is she is terrified, just out of her <laughs> mind. Yeah, no, it's um, what do you call it? Uh, Mikitoba. Um, oh, so I, does Mikitoba introduce us, uh, or the judge reads our name? I think is how it goes. Yeah, the judge reads it. We are. Um, I don't. If there's a joke here, I don't quite get it. We're re, we're introduced as Ryutaro Naruhodo as opposed to Ryunosuke. Yeah, it's just. Taro and scared are the two, like, um, stereotypical Japanese male names, uh, endings. So, so yeah, you have, you have the scares and you have the Taro's. Okay. And if you need, like, a fake name, it's one of those. Oh. But also, like, Phoenix was Ryuichi, right? Yeah. So, like, everyone's a Ryu. Yeah, Ryu is Dragon. That's why it's to you. Oh. Because that's why it's Phoenix in English. They needed another, like legendary beast oh that's why that guy in street fighters named that no um but it also explains breath of fire (laughs) (laughs) learning so much on this podcast that explains six degrees of Ryo. (laughs) that twitter account that does anyway um so uh let's see here uh okay also i should mention ray also really al- always almost spills the beans because she refers to us as suzato like on the stand a couple yeah, of times sure. like early on which is like mm. um all right and i'm gonna go with it because i know oren's gonna tell us anyway but i'm gonna go with it i'm, I'm gonna flex my weebness i think ouchie has a new fan with a new kanji <gasps> that says batsu meaning like a penalty or a punishment Am I right? I think so, but did is that different from what he had in the first game? Yeah, didn't he have didn't he have guilt in the first game? I don't remember. 
That sounds right. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Batsu this time. I'll have to look if it was the same or something else. It's, it is different. I just looked it up. Eat shit. It's, um, <laughs> his first carries a fan with the kanji sin, crime, punishment, guilty. Later, he carries a fan with kanji batsu, punishment, penalty. I'll post it in chat. I win the podcast for the day. No, I'm, I'm, I didn't, but whatever. It's fine. Uh, we, can, we can pack it in. Podcast is over. You pack it. That's all there is to it. Season, season for season 11. <laughs> Yeah, and by the way, those, those two countries are the way other Japanese title of Crime and Punishment, the novel. Oh, ha! Huh. They, oh, nice. they use these two countries. Hmm. Interesting. Um, let's see here. So, uh, oh, we, so we do the tutorial quiz. You know this, right? Where the judge is like, listen, I know you say you're a lawyer, but in lieu of law school, why don't you tell me who you're defending, you know? <laughs> and also, in addition to being, uh, you know, Ryotaro Naruhoto, where we're saying that we're like Ryanosuke's cousin from the country. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So everyone keeps calling us this like uneducated yokel. Um, so I, I think it adds a little bit of extra flavor to the like, can you tell me the name of the person you're defending? <laughs> right. What's even worse is like, that's all that she has to answer. And then he's like, well, okay, good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, Ouchie is um, also, that's like his kind of big thing for us, you know, is like, oh my god, this like country bumpkin doesn't know anything about law and like later, you know, other stuff like science and anything. So that's his big like kind of hold over us more or less. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Okay, so basically, obviously, um, this is also like Mikotoba's way to be like, listen, I don't know if you know how to be a lawyer, and I can review this for you if you want, but do you know how to look at the court record and everything? Which, of course, is the game's way of being like, you know, did you, you know, it might have been a while since you played the first game. Remember how to do everything, blah, blah, blah. So I I don't know if it does it for this tutorial, but at least for one of them, like it asks like, hey, do you need an explanation on how to do this? And you can you can say no. Uh, So mercifully, it doesn't make you do all of the tutorial text. Yeah, but. I do have to wonder if this is that that was kind of in there because of because of like the the Chronicles version. You know what I mean? That might be like, yeah, you might be playing this like right after the other one. But yeah. the the second question the judge asks us is to um, is for people who didn't play the first game, I guess. Because <laughs> oh, right. he, he wants us to remind us like what who who Giselle Brett is and what she did. That's right. One one of the answers is the Queen of England. Um, <laughs> I definitely picked that one. I should have, because there's an achievement, I think, for getting the two answers wrong, but I'll go back. Oh, I I only picked one. Yeah, I didn't realize until after I went, after I finished the chapter, I went back and checked out a spoiler um, walkthrough, and I was like, damn it, missed that one. Mm -hmm. Gonna have to replay the whole game to get these achievements. Um, So, Giselle Brett's dead. Uh, She was to be sent to Shanghai's British consulate to pay for her crimes from the first game but was killed the day before she was due to set to be set up. Enter my theory. Nope. Because she was a master of poisons and chemicals and learning about all that stuff. She, she probably took one of those, you know, fake your, your, fake your death drugs from all the video games and Shakespeare things, you know? Okay, Romeo and Juliet, I think, is the only one. But still, Metal <laughs> Gear Solid 3 did it too. So. No, but we immediately learned that she was stabbed and she wasn't poisoned. <laughs> Right. I, st- I was still like, I bet you. I-, I held on to this theory for a long time. They did note in the uh, in the-, the autopsy report that it says like that the eyes were really constricted. And I'm like, why would you say that unless there was there was totally poison involved? Like 100 percent there was poison involved. This woman yeah. poison. Yeah, I- definitely. I was going to say that I- 
they give you a lot of the evidence really fast if you just look at it. And so, like, it, it you know, it's a normal kind of thing where you get a little frustrated when you're like, oh, I know what's going to happen here. Like, as soon as you unscrew the, you know, well, we'll get to that eventually. But yeah, I felt, figured it out too early and then it was just kind of like frustrating like okay let's catch up I know there's gonna be a twist I know it's gonna happen let's go yeah <laughs> ouchie he's like ouchie this time is friggin ready for us you know he has he submits his evidence I think the knife already right or is that yeah well um and he calls two witness he has two witnesses to the stand and we know them before he does that um he lays a couple of facts um for us like the, the, the crime was um took place on, on a beach resort mm-hmm. and that uh, the Ray Mbami had, had a strong motive uh, for killing Giselle Brett. Um, and, and those are traps because we're supposed to question him, but he has good answers for everything. So uh, her motive was that she was studying under um, John Wilson uh, and she wanted to take revenge on his death. And the reason they were at the beach was because apparently Japanese government just can't say no to to yeah. Britain. She, she asked nicely if she could go to the beach before before she gets shipped to Shanghai. Like, yeah. she, she was also not in jail this entire time. She was just at the university. It's been nine months and like and nothing. And they, they even say it like, yeah, she was going to be shipped to Shanghai and they... Like she was gonna get off. Like there was no way she was actually going to be found guilty. <laughs> you you scamp! <laughs> Don't do it again. <laughs> you know. Basically. Anyway, we'll let you around the poison. Um. So we'll get to that. We'll get to yeah, yes yes we will. Then now now um, the witnesses are called. Right. So now the witnesses. Um, and we know them, and they are. <clears throat> uh. My good friend Hosanaga, who I'm happy about, who is wearing like one of those like old timey bathing suits, you know, like the striped kind of like yes bathing suit, you know, like a literal kind of like little suit, like a onesie, and um, and he's got a little turtle floaty on his head, which is kind of awesome. It's like tied, like it's tied around his head, like uh, you know, like one of those old timey like toothache things. No, the turtle changes expressions sometimes. I think it's a real turtle. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm, I think it's a turtle. I think it is a live turtle. He's like very cute, except for the times he coughs up blood, which he does again. <laughs> which I, I do have to point out, this is the uh, most survivable case of anime deathitis I have ever seen. Right. He's, he has been coughing up blood for nine months and he's still like alive. What if he keeps, keeps biting his tongue? You know what I mean? Like, just accidentally the whole mm. time. And it's just not, like, anything serious. Well, that's my headcanon, is that he's just a very clumsy jerk, and he... Um, but anyway. Uh, and also, Sus- Susuke Natsume, which I'm like, okay, sure, you know? I-, I felt like maybe I had my fill of him the first game, but, you know, okay. We'll see him again. He's back. We get a bit of a different flavor on him. Yes! Um... He's he's published his first book. I am a cat. It's a huge success, and he's a uh, a little bit more confident. And he's got this paparazzi guy around him. It seems like at the start of the trial, like there's this guy with like who's writing about him and taking pictures really fast, you know. And um, he's like, I hate this guy. Um, so uh, a couple of things about the, the, the real world. Um, mm-hmm. So the timing is is completely wrong here because I am a cat was published like three years after he came back from London. And mm-hmm. not uh, three months. And 
the English actually does mention it at some point, but the beginning it does sound like he published a book. Um, but he didn't because I Am a Cat was before it was a novel it was serialized it was a serialized story in a magazine mm-hmm. um, and, and they do say it even in English it's, I think at some point that it's serialized and he's going to publish a new chapter the next day um, but in Japanese they always say it's serialized um, in his introduction here they say like it's about to sell out which sounds like it's actually an actual no, no, complete novel uh, but it's not gotcha um so, uh, okay, so basically, um, everyone suspects, oh, by the way, everyone suspects Ray did it, be, uh, which I think they mentioned earlier than this, right? The motive that Auchi mentions that, like, basically, she studied under Professor Mikotoba, so, or I'm sorry, no, under Dr. Watson. Yeah, we forgot to say that right now she's studying under Professor Mikotoba. Because, obviously, she can't study under Wilson anymore. Right, right, right. Right, yeah, so... Yeah, so the motive being that to get revenge for killing Wilson, she killed Brett the last day that she could, which was when you, she was going to go off to Shanghai, Brett, for British consulate. You get the idea. Um, so then also, uh, Ouchie, uh, Ouchie, um, I, I keep yeah, almost calling Fauci him Fauci, Fauci, just from the news, I'm sorry. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Ouchie... <laughs> Shit. Um, he introduces the crime scene photograph into the court record, which is a photograph of Giselle lying face down with like a, a big back wound, back wound, whatever, a wound in her back, lower back. So it does seem like she actually was stabbed. I'm still like, she is faking this. She is not actually <laughs> dead. They're making Ray take the fall for it. And she's going to be one of the bad, the big bads toward the end of the game, whatever. Um, and yes, the goose is still there. And, uh, Basically, oh yeah, and when Natsume complains about the paparazzi kind of reporter, we also get a, a newspaper with the Sosuke Natsume article, I think, which is a conversation he had with Sasadu's dad uh, after a lecture at the university on the same day the murder took place. Yeah, because they're trying to establish why he was at the beach. Um, right, So he yeah. visited the university that day for... Um, they wanted to do like a feature about people who came back from, from studying abroad. So they set him up with Professor Mikotoba. Who, who also had studied abroad, like, years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why he knew John Wilson. He invited John mm-hmm. Wilson over to Japan. I, did we know that, like, before this case? Or did it just... Did it come up and not seem important at the time? They said it at the very first, first case that um, Mikotoba invited John Wilson to, to be a professor in Japan. And frustratingly, when we first see that paper, you can't turn it over. You can just see the one article. And I'm just like, come on. Yeah, you, you can't examine. You can't examine anything until they teach you how to examine evidence, which is the same trick they pulled in the, in the first game. Yeah. After the interview was over, um, Giselle Brett came and asked everyone if they want to go to the beach. And so Psyche said yes. <laughs> that's why he was there. <laughs> God damn, that's minimum security. And, and before they even get a chance to testify... Uh, Auji is like, and don't worry, I already have the decisive piece of evidence. Um, you can see in the picture that Giselle Brett is holding a pen. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And they they have the pen and evidence, and it says it has the RM uh, initials on it for Ray and Bobby. And that's... <laughs> so, obviously decisive easy that was the last thing she did is she because the, the the autopsy the autopsy report does say that she did not die instantly when you're stabbed in the small of your back as your final act you spin around grab the pen out of someone's pocket so that people will know who the murderer is and then spin again right. and make a full 360 and fall straight down right 
Um, but of course, you know, in in Phoenix Wright style logic, you know, the judge buys this and, and us as the defense attorney are like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to counter that? Focus, Phoenix, you know. Um, but so uh, let's see here. Okay, so this is basically in tutorial stuff because Hosunaga and Natsume kind of say like, yeah, I, you know, we heard a yell. Uh, we ran in. Natsu and I ran. I saw her stabbed. I ran for help. I think is what Hosunaga says. And Natsume is like, I saw her like astride. And oh no, Hosunaga I think says he. Wait, one of them says that like Ray stabbed multiple times, but the autopsy report says there's only one stab wound. Of course, so there's your written road. Yeah, it's like I saw her. I saw her like hold holding the knife, and the knife had blood on it. So I knew that you know I knew that it had already been plunged into her once. So we, we like saw her, you know, stabbing wildly multiple times. And it's like, that's not that did not happen. Yeah. And we and they. Yeah. So actually really challenges. Well, how? Well, I mean, OK, fine. But, you, you know, they saw her. They saw Ray stabbing her once. So what's with that? And it's like, hmm, what, what possible excuse could I come up with? So we say, well, maybe she pulled out the knife to save her life. And everyone treats you like you're an idiot for saying that, um, which I don't think is fair. Because, you know, out she's like, oh, this country local and a local. And even the she's like, judge, are you going to tell her? The judge is like, oh, boy, that was embarrassing. But I know that this is common knowledge. I still don't feel like everybody knows it, like it's common enough. But um, of course, if someone is impaled or stabbed on something, and this is just a little little uh, home safety tip for Visual Novel Book Club, you don't pull out the thing that they're stabbed or impaled by because, of course, it could actually be like plugging up or like stopping blood loss. And when you do, blood goes spurting everywhere, which is they're saying like, look, Ray has some training under Wilson Bigotoba in medicine, so she would know that. So it would be really like really poor judgment on her part to actually pull the knife out, you know? You can like I think it's one of the one of the things you can push on. You could be like, but what if you know what if what if her delicate lady brain uh, just kind of gave out, uh, you know, when she saw someone stabbed and she just you know just made an oopsie, and Hosanaga goes like, man, that's a that's a really backwards kind of attitude toward women. I just I don't think that's gonna <laughs> treat like take you very very far. Uh, in this court. <laughs> You're lucky we don't let any of them into this court to hear that now, but, um... <laughs> you see, it, I just, I think it's very funny that you just, you get, uh, politely shamed for your, <laughs> your attempt at sexism. It's just like, dang, I thought I was, thought I was doing the whole, hello, I am, I am a, a manly man doing the casual sexism. <laughs> then it's like, no, sorry, we don't do that here. Women, am I right? No. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Also, speaking of the the like Mulan voice that I put on there, um, like it's clear in all of her like objections that she is just using her normal voice. It's the same voice we heard in like the intro voiceover. Like she 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 is not trying very hard. No, and every time she screams, they they point it out. Like if there's a big surprising thing that happened, they're like, "Where was that womanly scream from?" <laughs> it's the same with the Japanese voices. She's not doing any. She's not attempting at all. I kind of figured they were going with the Peter Pan kind of thing, you know? Where it's like, he's, you know, this is supposed to be a young man, you know? Who knows? Uh, someone does joke, like, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe his voice hasn't dropped yet. Yeah, yeah. So, I think so. you know, it's still very dashing. Everyone agrees. Wasn't life expectancy like 30, 40 now? I mean, you know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe. Wow, anyway. And in, in Japanese, Auchi actually calls several times. He calls us uh, a bishonen. 
<laughs> like, well, almost every time he refers to us, he says, this, this Bishonian lawyer. That's way better than yokel. <laughs> Need more adjectives here. Let's see here. Um, I think this is when uh, we, we finally get the tutorial on how to examine things. Right, because there's an article. Yeah, exactly right, because there's an article in that paper on on a poison that's being developed, actually. <gasps> a secret toxin poison at the university, and one of the things that it can cause are your pupils to constrict, you know? But the, the headline is that the poison was stolen. Oh, that's right, that's right, of course, yes. And it's a secret poison that was developed, like, at the orders of the, go- the Japanese government, and... Mm. This is also the first that um, that our dad is hearing of this. Like, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what? Like, my lab? No. <laughs> you know, but... Wait, don't say, it. Dmitri has the poison, just didn't know it was stolen. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, the poison, absolutely real. But yeah, like, this is apparently so hot off the presses that, that Mikatoba hadn't even heard of it yet. <laughs> they lost my poison. What poison, dad? I mean, nothing. <laughs> you know, but... Um... <laughs> Don't call me dad. You're the you're the guy's cousin. Remember, it's uh, since I mean, uh, oh, uh, you know. Anyway, um, so yeah, this so this gives us a plausible possible theory, um, as to why uh, Ray may have actually tried to pull the knife from Brett's back. Which is, well, what if she knew she was poisoned, and that the knife might have been poisoned, and she was trying to keep the poison from uh, uh poisoning her. So, you know, the the. And they're like, well, how would she know she's poisoned? It's because, well, because the autopsy report said her pupils are constricted. Check out what this article in the newspaper says about that kind of poison, ipso facto. Um, so, let's see here. Yeah. So, uh, so then Ouchie's like, oh, yeah? Well, I have another piece of evidence that I haven't didn't think I'd need, but here it is. Although he hesitates on it, which we catch. And... It's actually a picture. This is ridiculous. A picture of Ray stabbing Brett like she's on the ground with holding the knife in her back, you know? Yes. I mean, you know, which is is like really, really held back on that one. Okay. I mean, to be fair, it doesn't actually present any new facts. Like we the the witnesses did say they saw her with the knife, hand, blood, back, exit. Like they... All of this is on the record, so I feel like it's not particularly damning. Maybe if there was a jury to be convinced by this, like, heavily emotional evidence, then I could understand, but... I'm just saying, I'm the prosecutor. Maybe that's what I start with before I even get Hosunaga up there, you know? Like, here's an (laughs) actual photo of the crime being committed right here. Right here, see? See, you know, but... The the reason he hesitates, though, is that because they don't know who actually took that photo. It just appeared at the police station. And the worst part is, like, the... The whole case should fall apart in this because another key part of that is it's taken through the back of the building um, of the little like hut there, which Mm -hmm. the whole key had been resting before on the fact that like the clearly this is only two people in the hut. No one else could have done it. Two witnesses run up there immediately after it happens and the knife is bloody. Now, the photo looking really bad is like, you know, that's a whole other thing. But we also, but we also have now we know that someone else was there, that they had access through the back of the hut to that whole scene. Yeah, because like you can see on the side of the photo, the like the, the like sort of woven reeds or whatever are pushed to the side, so you can like presumably shove a camera lens through or a knife, which should be oh, right, or a knife. probably obvious right away. But it's gonna take us a while to get there. Um, I 
Yeah, it's established, by the way, the hut they're in is a bathing hut, and it's got, like, reeds, and it's very easy to push aside for, like, a breeze. I think somebody made that because they were a big horn dog, personally, and that's why. But, you know, whatever. Um, it's fine. I mean, I, th- I think they're, it's, like, it's push aside if you actually, like, try to push it. But right. it, I, I don't think they just, like, wave around. I don't think you could you could see in if you weren't trying to. Right, yeah. But but you can see in if you are trying to. Right. Um, uh, but, well, yeah, so the thing we noticed, though, is, like, these photographs, this photograph has these weird, like, I want to say cracks. It's like, um, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like these white lines kind of on the side of it that look like there's something wrong with the photo. Um, and it turns out that same kind of thing is also present in the newspaper article um, with uh, Natsume and um, Nikitoba, where it looks almost like, by the way, Natsume is trying to karate chop him in the neck, but whatever. And Aochi tries to like convince us that it might be a tree branch. Right, yeah. And <laughs> At the like, university and the beach, yes. Yes, and they're like, no, it's I, there's no there's no trees in my in my lab, you know. But uh, so yeah, ouchie still stinks. Um, uh, let's see here. So basically, we have to explain like, counselor, why is this? And we say this camera has a defect, and they're like, look, I can sh- tell you exact, and we have to like do the whole like, okay, we'll tell you what, I can actually tell you who took this photo and they're like oh yeah prove it with evidence right well i can't tell you their name but i can tell you that it's obviously the same camera because it has that same defect in both the newspaper photo and this so whoever wrote the article about natsume meeting up with um mikitoba that's that's the person who did this you know and um then they're like, well, let's have a short recess then while we actually, like, get that person to testify in court. Yes, so Seki immediately chimes in. It says his name. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. That's right. It's that guy, it's the reporter. Yeah, so Seki, like, immediately screams that it's that paparazzi guy that keeps following him. Mm-hmm. Um, he really doesn't like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Most people don't like the paparazzi. There is once again a reference to a pop song here in English. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, yeah. Uh, to, to stuck in the middle. I don't know why it's there. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I, I don't like this. I don't like that they put them in. Yeah, it, it is very odd. This time, um, it looks like the uh, whoever translated this took a look at the original line and saw the words left and right and decided to make this into... Oh. So the, the original line is... Um, so Sasaki is complaining that this guy always is uh, writing uh, a memo with his right hand and uh, swinging camera with his left hand. And, and, and they turn this into English into like what... Uh, it's like ca- cameras to the left of me, notebooks to the right, and there I am, stuck in the middle with right hand many memo. Yeah, which t- makes, makes no sense. <laughs> no, yeah. It's... It, it, it was very jarring. I, I agree. This is not a great localization decision. Uh, maybe they were like, oh, well, Minimemo rhymes with you. Which, no. Mm-hmm. No, this, 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 this is really like they took the words, he had something in his left hand and something in his right hand, and they decided to put it yeah. to, to make this into this reference. Because at, at least this time, there's some similarity between the translation and the original line. But that's like, that's kind of weird, because that, that is kind of a, a phrase in English. Like, you know, like you've got, you know, like, Something in your left hand, something in your right. Like you're like 
That yeah. wouldn't be that weird to just literally translate. It would feel yeah. pretty natural. Right. It's just it implies someone has their hands full with all of the things they're trying to do. That yeah. it's a fine thing to say. Yeah. It could even be funny in that way, too, of like, you know, he's taking pictures of me with one hand while he's writing things with the other. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, yeah. it could work in a lot of It was just not necessary. I also want to talk a little bit about this guy's name. Um, oh, yeah. Many Memo. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Wrighton Mini Memo. Yeah, which I, I, this is one name that I like a thousand times more in Japanese. <laughs> in name Japanese is uh, Mame Momi, which is the entire Ma, um, like the M oh. row. <laughs> um, and, and the reason I liked it is because later he has his um, little notepad that he has. Mm-hmm. So, do you know how in Japanese, um, the uh, loan word note means notebook. I do now. Oh, death note. Okay, yes, I did know that. Yeah, death note <laughs> means death notebook. So note in Japanese, the word note, the English word note, always means notebook. It never, it never means note. It always means notebook. That's the only meaning it has. Mm-hmm. And it's similar for the loan word memo. Memo doesn't mean memo. It means notepad. Oh, okay. Or memo pad. So... Um, Later, when he has his little notepad, he, he called it, he called it the my memo, my memo. Cheers. <laughs> oh, oh, I okay, I get it, I get it. So his name is like Mommy Moo or whatever. His name is my memo, me, and then his name is, is, is notepad is the my memo, my memo. So this is this is kind of like um, this is kind of like the Arrested Development joke about oh, Bob yeah. blah blah the the lawyer who has the law <laughs> blog. So it's a blah 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 blog, you know. Gotcha. But um, yeah, okay, I got it. So yeah, that's, my memory memo is really funny to me. Yeah, <laughs> it also it fits better with with Soseki's, uh like his his like four pose thing. Yeah, because he does it with uh, you know many memo, but that doesn't doesn't alliterate, so it doesn't quite work in English the way we have established the rules. But it presumably does work in Japanese. Yeah, I do like that both in Japanese and in English. He makes like more sophisticated literary like things when when he does the, the poses. It's it's not just liter- uh, alliteration this time in English. It's just it, it's not just yes. like four kanji uh, idioms in Japanese. It, it's like a little more like literary f- flourishes. In yeah, the- almost like four phrases or four little you know groups of words rather than sort of just like oh, there's just four words with the same letter. Yeah. So he's growing as an author now that he's famous and actually writing a book. <laughs> so it, before we get back to the trial, we have our little intermission where we're where we're chatting with our uh, you know our defendant and our dad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at this point we're mostly just trying to catch Mikatoba up with the whole you know stolen poison thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he, and he he mentions that like. This is a brand new poison. No one knows how to test for it except us. But luckily, we did actually develop a reagent that will detect it. We gave that to police force because um, they're going to test the knife because we, you know, we claimed, well, she would have po- she would have pulled it out if she thought there was poison on the knife. So uh, they're like, well, OK, well, we will test that. Uh, and apparently they can only test it with a specific reagent that Mikotoba hands over to us to add to the court record. And Ray also explains why... Um why, what exactly happened and why she didn't tell anyone. Um, so the reason she went to the beach was that 
um, she found out that someone had stolen the poison, which we, she, she was responsible for. Um, and she guessed it was probably Brett because she she's known to use poisons. Uh, so she went after her to try to yeah. to get the poison back because she was too afraid. She, she was too afraid to report it. And, and she was also the one like Brett was the one who Brett, Brett whatever. Brett. Brett was also the one to um, who who like came in at the, at the at the interview with Soseki and was like, oh, but don't you want to show him your extremely cool poisons? Like, yeah, like, I don't know. She just somehow like changed the subject so that they they had to go look at it. You know, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm had this revelation that's basically wow, yeah, reagent probably really is the way you tra- you um, pronounce that. Because, yeah, that makes a whole lot more sense than the way I always thought it was, which is just regent, which is totally wrong. Wow. Fuck. Anyway, I learned something. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's my best guess anyway. No, I think I, that's, how, that's how it's got to be, right? Because it's an agent yeah. or reagent. It reacts to. Yeah. Damn it. I, ever since friggin Ultima 4, I've been saying regent because I read that as a kid and that's what I thought. Whatever. Anyhow. Um, so, sorry. Um also, I think we also get a thing that um, Ray still thinks we're really handsome, right? Oh, and th- we get, like, a little moment, right, where, because, uh, like, Ray is really sorry because she, like, didn't say anything about any of this because she was embarrassed, and we say we're sorry, too, because we did have a moment of doubt of her innocence, you know? But that just makes makes her want us more. No, um, <laughs> so... Um, and the dad's like, I guess we all learned something today. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Let's see here. So basically, now we get the we get our new witness, and that's come. Uh, the bailiff says, "Like, hey, hey, we got the we found the witness. Come here." Um, and it's Wrighton Minamoto. Or we have we have seen before in this trial. Yeah, he was the he was the paparazzi guy who was around um, uh, Sasuke um, before, and um, he's like he's like very like typical. He starts kind of typical reporterish. He has this like little armband and stuff, but he's got like. That cap. He's got these suspenders he keeps, like, pulling out and snapping, you know? Um, which I have to imagine hurts a lot. And, uh, you know, he's got, like, that, like, kind of report, like, a press kind of hat. You know what I mean? Like, one of those flat cap kind of deals. The newsboy caps, right? Exactly, yeah. So, um, yeah, he's he's a reporter, and basically, he was the one who snapped the photos. So they're like, well, what'd you see? And he's like, well, I'm afraid the thing I saw is not so good for the defendant. You know, I, I don't want to get involved. I'm an objective journo, he keeps saying, which is kind of bugs me. Um, but, uh, you know, and he talks about his smoldering journo spirit and how big he is on the truth and blah, blah, blah. So basically, he's saying that um, the beach hut was made of shoddy reed screens. You could see through all these gaps. Um, the English... The English woman was on a stool when the student girl came in, started arguing with her. Then the girl pulls out a knife, throws her to the floor, and he sta- as he stabs her in the back, as she I'm sorry, as he, she stabs her in the back, and then uh, he whipped out his camera and pulled her leave and, and took the picture and got the perfect shot of her plunging the knife into her back. I, I like that Sato is actually upset that he's basically peeping into a changing room. Yeah, like we we very briefly touch on the fact that's like so you you were watching these two women while they were in the changing room. You were just sitting there watching the entire time with the camera. With the camera. But he doesn't give it. He, he doesn't give an inch. Like he's not embarrassed. He's just like, nope, doing my journalistic duty. That's all I was doing. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not a creeper. I was just doing my journalistic duty. Yeah, it's like scoops. Scoops have no gender. And it's like, buddy, this is not. 
Sorry, pal. TMZ is not a thing yet. <laughs> um, but uh, so this is also where we get to learn to press testimony now because we press uh, the statement about like, what do you mean she threw her to the floor? Um, and he decides to describe it in more detail. And then out she presents a like map of the hut and everything around. And we get like these like I guess I don't know what to call them really like labels or tokens or symbols of like who the cul- the culprit and the victim. And they start with like, you know, the victim sitting on the, the stool toward the back of the hut. And you know, Jim, you know, we know where this is going like and uh, um, but anyway, she stands up. They meet in the center and allegedly like um, Ray is meant to have pushed her on the opposite side, stabbed her in the back and blah, 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 you know. The weird thing is, like, when he describes it, he basically describes, like, two of them fighting, like, that the, the English woman goes after her, and then she pulls her, you know, like, pulls her aside and stabs her in the back, but it's it it's kind of weird that they don't bring up the fact that, that the first attack looked like it came from the victim. Yeah, because they, they, they have to have switched places for the timeline to work out the way that he's describing, right. um, but it... Yeah, we don't really explain how that happened. We just say, and then they swapped and she stabbed her. Yeah, and and a key point to this is the whole time while he's giving his testimony as part of his, you know, all his dramatic flair of movement, he keeps, there's a uh, an armband on, on his arm and he keeps putting it real right, right into the camera. Like, oh, you know, here's the symbol of my newspaper, which if you would examine the pen, you see it's the exact same pen. The exact same logo on the base of the pen. There's yeah. And suddenly, the fact that he has the same initials as Ray mm-hmm. comes into play. By the which, and uh, you, you can also undo the 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 cap and the barrel of the fountain pen, which shows the ink reservoir is just like a tiny bit of ink left. Which I, when I saw that, I'm like, that's going to come into play later. <laughs> well, they don't even say ink. They just say there's a tiny bit of liquid. That's true. Yeah, it's empty, but there's a tiny bit of liquid, and you're like, oh, okay. Um, I do want to ask. Uh, Oren, though, um, so how does the initials thing work in Japanese? Because it's right in mem- it's right in Memo and Ray Membami, you know. Yeah, so they're both HM in Japanese, so it's not the same oh. names, but gotcha. Okay, you can look up to the names. They don't they aren't particularly well. I, I told you what uh, my memo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I my memo is, but Ray is just a Japanese name. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, um, yeah. Wait, so there's there's no pun in Japanese? I don't... For her name? Th- there might be, like, a very weak pun, but not, not nothing as... Um, so, uh, Raymond Bambi is, like, really... Uh, you, you can see immediately what it is. Oh, I, I can't. Raymond Bambi? Raymond Bambi. Oh! Okay, I will, I guess. <laughs> and they, like, really made up, like, a Japanese name for it because Membami is not a Japanese name. Yeah, it, it really stood out. Yeah. I couldn't figure it out, though, please. But, um... So let's see here. Um... But yeah, the, he, the point is that he claims that he he strictly observed from the sidelines. He never interacted with either the, the victim nor the, the, you know, defendant. And we're like, but dude, you... This is your pen. It has your logo on it and your initials on it. Yep. And yeah, so, and that's the thing. If you had, this is like teaching you to examine evidence and blah, blah, blah. So um, anyway, so then he's like, all right, all right, look. Um, 
Well, what's an odd thing is he's going to give his next tenant point, next piece. He's like, let me just amend my testimony again, you know, which uh, AKA, all right, I'm sorry. I'll tell you what really happened. <laughs> he also demands Natsume comes up with him, which yeah. um, I thought was kind of odd, but whatever. You know, I guess they need him back on the stand for some reason or another. And that's the way to get him. So he says that, like, he's got he's got a story. He's got like Soseki's big secret or something. And so he wants Soseki on the stand. That's right. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's right. And um it's uh so basically he asked her he asked Giselle for um an interview, but she declined, so he left the hut. Then he watched secretly from outside and, and saw other witnesses come running. Now apparently Hosanaga realized that Brett actually still had still had a pulse. So he ran off to fetch help, and that's when this writer man here asked the woman a very significant question, but he never mentioned it in his testimony, which is why Menememoism, which is what um, Menememo keeps referring to, I guess, as his personal ethos or whatever. It keeps changing, though. Yeah, like, <laughs> demands, demands, he reveals it now. Um, so basically, uh, this isn't as damning as Menememo makes it sound, but uh, so apparently, after this happened, um, Natsume asks, who did this to you? And Giselle points to the back, toward the back of the hut, and that's like, ouch, she's like, yeah! where um ray was standing which kind of doesn't really work but or no i guess well i don't know kind of because that but then like when not somebody's pressed he's kind of like i mean i don't know maybe her she was actually pointing somewhere else in the back and not really at her i'm not sure and now she's like all right well you know general direction close enough you know whatever the, the other thing i think this is when we're, we're talking to Suseki and he's like yeah i just I, I had to ask her who did it because I didn't want to get caught up in yet another case that had to do with poison. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm sorry. The, what case? Your, you, your case had a stabbing. Like, there was there was no poison in that. Right. Like, what what are you on about? But whatever, we, we move on. The point is, is that, yeah, she was pointing uh, in the general rough direction of Ray, maybe, mostly. Mm-hmm. So then, but we can say like, no, you know what? I I know who really stabbed, uh, who stabbed Brett, and I know the true culprit because the court and you know where this is going. When we look at the map, you point in the back, and they say we could have, she could have been stabbed through the reeds by who? By the only person that we know for sure was outside the reeds taking pictures, Minamoto. Which is like what? You know? And and we even present the first um, picture that we have that actually shows that there's a little gap in the reeds exactly where her back would have been. Yeah, which I think is really clever because, like, I, I it was something that I didn't notice until I was looking for it. Yeah. Um. Granted, I looked for it during the uh, the intermission that we had, like an hour ago. But still, <laughs> I, I didn't see it on first viewing, and then I did when I was looking for it, and it was cute. That is like that's the best kind of clue, I think. So, <laughs> Minamoto. Wait a minute. Uh, I skipped a part here. Mine. Okay. So basically, um. So, yeah, uh, we basically are like, look, um, you know what? Uh, it's obvious that you stabbed her through the the, the reeds. And even out, she's like, oh, God, uh, mm, you know, and doing his whole like, I guess I suck as a lawyer after all. And Minimo is like, ah, hold on a sec here before we give up. Um, can I just point out that you were the one who suggestedly point uh, you, counselor, who are very handsome, I might add, pointed out that. The victim had contracted pupils, was therefore poisoned. So, what does it matter if I stabbed her? Which is 
I, a ballsy defense, I have to give him. Also, it's accurate. You can't be charged with murder if they died from some other causes just because you stabbed them after they were dying. Is that really right? I mean, yeah. that sounds like attempted murder. Oh, oh yeah, there, there, there's certainly a crime there. You, you tried to kill someone. Yeah, there's a crime, just not murder. So. Okay. But if the cause of death is actually uh, poisoning, which apparently it was because... Um, uh, her father points out that yes, if the pupils dilated, then it was in the bloodstream and she was dying. That was that was killing her. I I'm just gonna say I'm not Doctor House MD, but also kind of hard to recover from poison if you don't have a lot of blood. Just gonna throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing we did learn is that um uh right when we came back from the intermission, Ouchie was acting all pleased and and doing that like obsequious hand holding gesture. Um, because he's like, no, the, there, there is no poison on the blade. So the, the blade didn't actually poison her. So there is, there's no harm in admitting to the stabbing, apparently, which is what many memo decides is going to be his tack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, 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 it actually proves that he didn't kill her. He didn't kill her because if he had poisoned her, then why would he have stabbed her uh, afterwards? Which also isn't a strong argument because to cover it up. Yeah. You know? That's exactly what I was thinking, you know? Which, I mean, it's an odd cover-up, right? It's just like, well, can't prove I poisoned her, at least. But still, no, yeah, it's like, it totally kind of makes sense. Um, uh, Let's see here. So, yeah, he gives new testimony, which is amazingly still, like, considered credible, which is, oh, I stabbed her, and that's proved that innocent, because why would I stab her if I poisoned her? Um, and basically, he kind of admits his motive, which, again, odd choice, or bold choice, because um, he hurt, he's like, when I heard... The student girl and that pompous English murderer arguing, it really got to me. And if the courts weren't going to punish Brett for what she did, someone would have to see justice done. So (laughs) if I were ouchy, I'd have pulled my collar on that one. (laughs) Um, So uh, what do you call it? If you press, you know, he talks a bit more about the the argument, you know, that they were having um, before... Ray actually interrupts him, and I think she does that like once before, and they're and they're like, um, he, he says that they were arguing about Wilson. That that's right, and and then Ray comes up and says, "No, we didn't even mention him. I, I just wanted my poison back." <laughs> it's just such an odd thing to say. I just wanted my poison back. All right, <laughs> had nothing to do with him. She she also um, like she mentions uh, you know, while they were while you know they were they were arguing. Uh, Ray says something about this. Oh, she she curled those beautiful lips of hers and said she didn't know the first thing about it. That's right. That's right. Um, so Ray continues to be a disaster lesbian, and that's just mm-hmm. a plus. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Did you see that? Um, Giselle Brett has like a lot of masks in her suitcase. A lot of what in her suitcase? A lot of masks. Masks. Oh, masks. No, oh, I didn't yeah. see it. <laughs> They're all like hung up. <laughs> um. <laughs> Though I do think that, that that means that she... I think she actually may not have been wearing one when she died. Which would be unusual for her. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you see the mask on the ground. Oh, yeah. She wasn't in, in her bathing suit, though, which includes this one. I mean, obviously, swans love the water. Why would you take that off? <laughs> we also forgot about um, Hosunaga, uh, who uh, apparently... <laughs> <laughs> to, 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 like, um, remain incognito, he, like, uh, um, dived underwater and let the turtle uh, float above him. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, which Susano points out immediately of like, wait, no, you guys cleared the beach because there was a criminal there. <laughs> Who are you blending in with? And he's just like, but Mr. Turtle. <laughs> it's like, why? Also, why did you bring your like your surveillance, like, you know, clandestine surveillance outfit to the beach? It's like, well, it was a cl- clandestine surveillance bathing suit. So, I mean, obviously. Right. Obviously. And yeah, he, he like he ducks under so you can, you know. You can see, you can imagine what it'd be like for him to be like just swimming there, treading water, and you just see the turtle above water. The turtle's really cute. It is a very cute turtle. Yeah. No, I was going to say that I kind of like the the explanation here, though. That, that basically what happens is that um, after sort of you push back on these statements, you, you realize that the only way that uh, uh, many people could have known about the poison and put all that stuff into the news article was if he overheard them and then he would have only learned about the the particular way that the poison would betray itself after using it so it's a nice little way of of sort of justifying the fact that uh that like okay why why would you do it not just to cover it up but also because he doesn't realize that it's going to be real easy for anybody else to figure out what happened uh uh, to Brett after they see that she's died from poisoning because it's so distinctive. And it, and the professor points out at this point, like, yeah, anybody in in, uh, in my lab would have known right away that to don't use this yeah. because it's going to be real obvious what happened to this person. It's an undetectable poison that is only indicated by these things, but we have a reagent for that we can figure it out. So they would have known all these things. Brett doesn't figure, I mean, um, Mini Memo doesn't figure this out until after he's already used it and then hears the two in the tent talking about it. Right. Um, that's right. So now he, yeah, exactly. He has the motive to cover up the poison by stabbing her, which is still more conspicuous. I don't know, whatever. But, you know, yeah, I, I, at least it, you're absolutely right, though. At least it gets. I mean, it almost worked. Like, we, he did manage to successfully pin the crime on someone else, you know, temporarily. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep. Then it seems like everything's over, except he's like, okay, fine, fine. You think I poisoned her? Fine. Prove it. You know what? Because I'll tell you what, this was... Uh, a poison. It was under lock and key. We also learned that, yeah, Natsume apparently, like, demanded to see the poison and Mikitobo was, like, so, like, annoyed by him. He apparently let him see the poison. Again, odd choice, but apparently you get searched pretty thoroughly leaving the lab, so he couldn't have still stolen the poison. But, so how could he have stolen the poison? Riddle me that. Of course we can. The answer is, of course, um, very, quite simply, you put it in your fountain pen, you know? And he's like, okay, fine. Prove that. And we go, I got this reagent here. There's a little bit of liquid left in the in, in the uh, ink reservoir. You sure you want me to play that? And this is, um, this is like when he's starting to do his freak out thing. He throws off his cap before he's like, you know, throws off. He starts like, he starts his freak out. He starts swinging his camera like a mace. Which is kind of great. Oh, wait, before that, he pulls out his, like, multiple pencils, like, claws. Like Wolverine. He does his Wolverine with pencils. <laughs> exactly. Um, yes. <laughs> Weapon, many moments, no, but, uh... And then, um, Ray jumps over and goes, and goes, like, Suzato, now! And they, and, sh- well, she jumps to him, and they, like, do a Suzato-Ray double takedown, and, uh, flip him. And uh, this is wonderful. <laughs> that is pretty great, yeah, honestly. The, the the animation is is extremely good for all this. 
Yes, it is. And then Ray's like, did I do the uh, Susano takedown correctly? She's like, well, we modified it a little bit. It's the Ryotaro takedown. Yeah. By the way, please stop saying my real name in court. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, fortunately, the stenographer is like a calligrapher, so it takes a long time, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so, um, Minimono, uh, Minimemo rather, uh, snaps and, and gives his like, here's why I did it thing. And basically, you know, he's disillusioned with, you know, all this reporting because the first case it turned out where she murdered someone was like covered up and nobody, nobody even knew in Japan. I, I was kind of surprised by this, like that Kazuma had died, actually, you know, that like it was all covered up because like the Japanese like empire, you know, the government was like, trying to like kind of suck up to the British and all that. So and he went and investigated it and he wrote an, an article about the conspiracy, uh, but it was censored. Yep. So then, yeah, like he's so he, he doesn't have like a wonderful explanation per se as to like, here's why I stole the, um, you know, the, uh, the the poison. Well, he's trying to expose it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that all this stuff is going on surreptitiously. And then he sort of snaps when she mocks him in the tent is like this, this you know, Eastern caveman, she calls right. Him. I mean, what I mean is, he, like, he doesn't have an explanation at the time. Like, he's like the devil kind of made me steal the poison. You know what I mean? But oh yeah, yeah it's not a great one to, to to expose poison. Isn't really a great news story, but right. it's just what he says he's doing. I mean, I could also kind of understand it. We're like, uh, we're like he because he, he's there just for the interview of of you know Soseki and um, Mikotoba. Which is, you know, just kind of a, f- a fluff piece or whatever. And then in waltzes this, this you know, known murderer who's just like, oh, I think I care for a walk on the beach. Yeah. And, and then we just do that. Like, so I, I can understand why he might have been like a little more uh, irked than, than normal. Uh, so why he decided to steal the poison. No, I'm, 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 I'm down with all that. I'm not trying to point out a plot hole. I'm just saying like he himself is just like, well, I guess the devil made me do it. Or like, I don't know what compelled yeah. me to do it, but... Um, and you're, yeah, he steals the poison and yeah, realizes afterwards it, it goes down kind of exactly like we think, you know. Um, so then, of course, the judge is convinced, you know, the judge is like, I think we've reached our conclusion. This case is not guilty. And then um, in one of the funniest goddamn things I've seen in his journey, <laughs> Ouchie realizes he is shamed again, pulls out a wood block with the small blade. And I'm like, no freaking way. <laughs> Yep. And he's like, I can only do the ultimate sacrifice now. And he cuts off his little top knot. But this is like really well done and dramatic. And everyone gives this like respectful, like look down while it's happening. And they do. Yeah, they do all these like quiet fades. <laughs> like, first off, when he does it, it's perfect because the animation is as soon as he cuts it, it just crumbles into dust in his fingers. Like it just blows away in the wind. And then everybody just sort of like they go to each shot. And then this is like this kind of fade to white of all silence and respectfulness as they were mourning something. It's so good. It's really, 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 really well done. Great job, Ace Attorney. I do want to point out one localization thing about this. Um, so in English, he has a little haiku that he recites, that he wrote, mm-hmm. before he does that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was really good, too, yeah. Yeah, and it's an actual haiku, uh, 575, that's correctly written. Um, this is actually... Um, a tanka in Japanese, not a haiku, uh, because this is more appropriate for 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 tanka. Tanka is uh, a little longer; it's um, five seven five and then seven seven. Mm-hmm. So it's five lines, not three. And haikus are usually 
um, the, the, the very rigid in, in, in the subject matter. So haikus are supposed to be about nature. Um, and tankas are more about this kind of thing. Uh, is, is what you would do in, when we, you're about to perform uh, seppuku. Or hair carry is what they call it. <laughs> right, but, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm here all week. Actually, I'm not where. Yeah, but um, <laughs> so. Yeah, but but I guess Tanka is too much for English readers, so they shortened yeah. it to a haiku. I mean, this is the first time hearing of it. I I would have I wouldn't have gotten a Tanka. I don't think like the haiku well, I did recognize because of the syllable count and like the way they like dot dot dot. They start the same, so they they, they both start with five seven five. Tanka just adds another two lines with seven syllables after that. Sure. Yeah. So. uh... Let's see what happens then. Um, so then, after we're, we we're done with the trial, and afterwards um, we go out there, and you know, like the best is like so, like you get congratulations from your dad and from Ray, and then Ray, and then, and then like society's like, okay, I'm done with this forever, and Ray's like, I'll never see him again, and she's like, you really gotta chill with this stuff, just chill. Ray has no chill. Yeah, none at all. Um, and then, like, immediately as this is happening, I guess, like, they never show it, but I guess Asada was, like, taking her cap off or something, and ha- Hosonaga and Sasaki come over, and they're like, what? What? Because <laughs> they, they both know Sasato, uh, and they figure out what's going on. So dashing. So divine. Yeah, he, Sasaki really can't deal with it. He's just like, what? <laughs> and he starts going back into, like, you know, the the, the way that he addressed uh, Rinosuke about this stuff. Um uh, that whole kind of thing, and he, now he's addressing Sasato like that. Oh, where it's uh, it's what like it, uh, locum student Esquire, but yeah, he, yeah. he calls yeah. her Esquiress, <laughs> yes. which is very That's funny. When <laughs> he's so flustered, but but eventually, like you know, they're just. They, they deal with it. And it really, uh, Hosanaga is just impressed. He's like, wow, I do costumes and I did you know, disguises and I had no idea. I'm a detective. <laughs> and the professor's like, maybe you shouldn't mention that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but then Men in Memo shows back up. Uh, I guess he just gets away from the bailiffs and he runs inside. Uh, he runs up to them. And uh, he's. this is when we find out that the that, uh, that no one in Japan knows about Kazuma, that Kazuma died. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's about to reveal something else about probably about the mission that Kazuma was on. And then the judge flips him. He Just- like, so, what, so what he says, I think, is, is trying to um, accuse uh, Professor Mikoto of something. He mm-hmm. said that he's hiding yeah. something. Because right before this, we're like, by the way, Dad, why did you like summon us back to Japan when you're totally fine? Yeah. We have not talked about this in two months, but I'm asking you right now. And he's, that's a story for another time, dear. You know. Well, he says, he says, either now or after that, that um, this is the first time we learned that he's actually an advisor to the Japanese government about foreign affairs. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and he tells us that there are like many things I can't tell you. It's a top secret, and I can't reveal them. Sorry. And after the judge takes him down, it is revealed that uh, her father and the judge are just best friends. Yeah. And the judge knew. So he's been tipped off that it was Sasato in hiding and just you know, in, in disguise. And, you know, just get old nod and a wink between best buds that he was never going to you know reveal who she was during the trial. Which is good because we did a horrible job of hiding it. We, we also get a name for the judge, which we did hear before. Oh, yeah. Because um, I recognize Jigoku, like, uh, so she Jigoku or whatever. Because it's the word for hell, right? Yeah, we, we, had, we had this name in the second chapter of last game. Um when they talked uh, about he, he's the head of the justice system in Japan, apparently. Huh. 
Oh, the, oh, so he's the one who sends... Yeah, okay, that's right, okay. Which makes sense that he will be the judge in, like, cases that are... That are uh, where, like, foreign affairs are concerned. Mm-hmm. It, it is wild, though, just seeing a judge, like, out in the wild. Yeah, that's something we never see in Ace Attorney games, except in uh, Ace Attorney Investigations one. Yes. Oh, true. And he's just a big guy. Like, he's a large man who easily flips over a minimum. Right. Minimum. But yeah, but, but he and he and Professor Mikotaba has, has a date that they have to go to. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, oh, you want to go? It's time for dinner. Let's go. And so they just, the, you know, the cab's here and they, they leave. And then, um, what do you call it? Then, then Saseki comes up. And we find out that there were two cases that he was involved in, the second of which Holmes has sworn everyone to secrecy yeah, about. Yeah, so the way, the way we find out is that um, Soseki says, Soseki heard Sasato ask why her father um, called her back, and he says he might have an idea about that. Because when he came back to Japan, he wrote a report to the government about what happened to him. Uh, and the day after that, Professor Mikotaba came to visit him uh, to question him in detail. <laughs> and uh, immediately after that happened, uh, Mikotaba sent back for Sasato. Yeah. And, and Suzuki sounds that he was mostly concerned with the second case, not the first. Which, which he calls like the case of the haunted lodgings. Yeah, and that's the case that uh, Sholmes asks him to never tell anyone about. Mm-hmm. Apparently, us includes anyone, since we have not seen this one yet. And I guess that's a trial for next time. I'm going to say something, too. I'm pretty disappointed, if you want to know the truth, that we're going to get more of um, Natsume. Because, like, I don't hate him or anything, but, like, I felt like this was a nice, like, little, like, hey, you bought the second game. Here's, like, a nice little reference to the first, and we're all set. But it's like, oh, we're going to keep going with this guy. All right. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I'm not... I'm happy with the game. I really like it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be, like, a big, you know, foil sport or whatever, but I don't know. I don't know. I will say that if you go back to the final case of the last last game, um, they have written... It's written very carefully. To it, it, it all it all reads the same, even if you know there was actually another case between case four and case five. Huh. So hmm. it never explicitly said that they never judged anything else. They were never at court. I see. The uh, the, the the thing I did notice is that the the next case uh, is called the Memoirs of the Clouded Kokoro, mm-hmm. which um, the, the the first case that we got with Soseki was. I forget what it was called, but it was, it was something else that was also... The Adventure, right? The, the, I think they're all called The Adventure of in this one, right? Okay. I, I'm guessing, honestly. I, I could be wrong. But. No, I mean, that, that sounds right. Like The Adventure of the Clouded Kokoro or something. So it's like... I I just happened to have a save from that file, from that trial that was just on the screen at the same time. <laughs> I'm like, those are all the same words. <laughs> so, like, apparently we are going to look back. Yeah, apparently we're going to have a flashback next next case oh and right at the end we see that so it's um Shisato's back to uh the place where she was to- at, at uh, Kazuma's grave uh but this time she's writing a letter uh to Rinosuke and that she's gonna see him again it certainly implied that she's going back oh um I mean I yeah but she can't wait to see him again but it certainly seems like this is going to happen again in London hmm yeah, at the very least, she she tells him she tells Rinosuke where to find her notes on that trial. Right. 
So there's that. So I guess we have that to look forward to. Yeah. So any any predictions about what's going on in the main arc? I predict that it will involve poison. <laughs> That's what I've got. It's... So, all right, I really thought Giselle Brett was going to... The whole thing was going to... That she was faking her death and letting Ray take the fall, you know, so that she doesn't have to, like, pay for her crimes in um, Shanghai, you know? But, like... Because, you know that that poison? Again, it's that kind that, like, you're supposed to, like, appear dead type of thing. I thought that's kind of where they were going with it, but apparently not, so I don't know. Well, maybe it was, and then she got stabbed, so... Yeah. She's dead now. Yeah, doesn't matter now, I guess, you know? Uh, one last thing. Um, so they had a popularity contest for characters in, J- in Japan for this game. And they gave separate um, entries for Susato and Yutaro. <laughs> <laughs> and they both got into the top 10. Who did better? Nice. Susato, by a lot. I, I think okay. Yutaro was like number 10, Susato was like number 2. Well, good for Yutaro. The, for the dashing, devilishly handsome... Be shonen, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Women want to be with him, and so do men. So there you go. Yeah, I do like that. Just everyone who is attracted to Ryotaro, it, like it doesn't matter what gender you are, it's still gay. <laughs> That's nice. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm. Oh, my 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 prediction. I I don't think they're really going to do it. I was thinking the end we'd get we'd somehow in the final trial get Ryonosuke and Ryotaro to, like, doing mm. some kind of, like, double kind of thing. But I also predicted an in-trial Sherlock Holmes deduction, so, you know. Um, that didn't come either. So my, my, my predictions are worth nothing, is what I'm getting at. So, whatever. It's fine. So I think next time we're going to do just the investigation phase before, until the trial begins. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I thought this um I thought this game had the more the more traditional alternating like investigation trial investigation trial uh vibe. Ah, uh, gotcha. Well, they did that the last uh, the first game, right? Well, the first game like was always like it, you do all your investigation and then all your trial all together. I thought this one bounced back and forth. Yeah, this this game definitely has cases. I won't tell you which that has like two trials in them. Yeah. But I think the the investigation part that we begin with for the next trial for the next chapter is long enough for an episode. I guess it's important too because to the broader plot. But oh yeah, I can't I can't wait to see more of these connections because right now I'm just it's kind of tough to theory craft because they're so they're they're just hinting at so many different things, um, so many different unanswered questions. But the the series, I think the big ones are that I think. I think you pointed out before that poisoning has to be involved because they keep coming back to this too often. Um, the fact that the Japanese are coming up w- with this kind of de- super deadly poison that's hard to detect. Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing is information that clearly there's something going on diplomatically uh, spying, whatever you have it, that information is going back and forth between these countries that they don't want to be public, um, which keeps you know, having the, these government agencies sort of coming in conflict with any of the the, the, the court system and the, the investigations and crimes. So, like, they, they really don't want information getting out there. They want these cases wrapped up quickly. Uh, and I think that that's where we have to head next. Um, we have to sort of get delving into those two issues of both sort of 
these diplomatic contacts, these you know exchanges of information, and somehow involving poison. And I think that's probably coming up soon. I I just had a eureka moment. Um, the whole the whole fact with with Mikotoba, uh, you know, having been to Japan before. Uh, there's also the whole fact that um, Von Zeke's, you know, was betrayed by a Japanese man that he thought, or Japanese person, he doesn't specify a gender, that he thought was that he thought was his friend, but was just a, a cowardly traitor. Uh, I am I'm going to tie those two things together. I'm going to say that that Mikotobo is the one who who betrayed him and made him super racist, which is. It's not a thing. That's its own fault. What, what, what are you viewing on Mikutaba right now? Do you think that he's a good guy or a bad guy? I definitely think that, that he's he is hiding something that is not uh, not to our benefit. I, I think he's a bad guy. I don't trust him. I think I think he's going to be a villain that they're going to try to tra- change, uh, not change, um, paint as a tragic villain. And on Visual Novel Book Club, we're going to be like, that doesn't really work. <laughs> you know, like he's kind of a dick. That's what I think is going to happen. You know, they're going to be like, oh, like, I know why you did it, Dad. You had the country's best interest at heart. We're going to be like, you killed 60 people or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be like that. But um, he starts the series by basically lying to to Naruhoto. And Mm -hmm. like, then he starts this game by, well, I guess he ended the last game by lying to his daughter to get her over here and will not give information. So it's like, best case scenario, he's at least kind of being a dick. I mean, you know, he's determined to do his duty by fair means or foul, and we're, we're determined to do the same. So we'll find out next time. A visual novel book club.